What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and the unfortunate realization was around how many people we have actually witnessed maintain a happy relationship, a happy marriage. And the unfortunate part of it was that I have not been witness to many healthy relationships in my life. Maybe less than actually 10% of the people I know are actually in what they themselves admit to as a healthy relationship. Starting with my own parents. The other day, I met someone who exclaimed with enthusiasm her happiness in her relationship. And maybe it was skewed because her husband was in earshot. But regardless, I did walk up to him separately later and ask him what the key to him having a wife that sings his praises. I was curious. And he, like most other people in a happy relationship in that 10%, have told me something very similar. He gestured to me, zip your mouth, implying that the key to a happy marriage is to keep from saying too much and shutting your mouth when necessary. And maybe I haven't gained enough wisdom to keep my mouth shut, or maybe I've gained too much wisdom to accept the facade of peace that comes with suppressing your actual desires. I just haven't fully come to an agreement with accepting the peace that comes with the possible mother of my children by saying less than the itch inside me tells me to. My acquired wisdom has taught me the exact opposite. Fight about every little thing. Nothing is too little to fight about. Nothing is too little to debate. What good is a happy marriage on the outside when there's unmet needs and unsettled holes like Swiss cheese? And again, what do I know about what goes on behind closed doors? But I can't imagine two human beings can coexist without proper communication, and that requires discourse. And this may have come up as a part of other episodes, but it's apparent on my mind right now as examples that are in front of me that it just felt important to process. Eastern philosophy would tell you and maybe agree with this person and say to not speak until what you say improves upon the silence. And most of the time, I would probably benefit from applying this wisdom. But there is more practical thinking that says, when you have something to say, silence is a lie, and tyranny feeds on lies. Too many silenced in face of what is unjust is what contributes to a tyrant state. It is our job to speak up or we are as much of the problem as the problem. Your silence is the vote towards chaos. So then which one is right? How do you know when your imperfect expression or speaking up is actually worse than the silence? Sometimes saying anything is better than saying nothing. And how do you know when that is? I think the spirit of not wanting to speak out of silence is for the parts of us that need to be simmered 
the parts of us that add more fuel to the fire when things are already ablaze. And many times in the simplest of things that get in the middle of relationships, that's probably the better way to go. But in the many of the serious things in life, it's better to see what survives the burn. It's better to burn it all down and then celebrate the ashes. At least you know what's real. At least you know what can sustain the fire. A friend tried to tell me that in life, as you devote yourself and dedicate yourself to something, it can require a lot of sacrifice. It can require you to uproot many parts of who you used to be and evolve past something. But then he also said that it can also require you to suppress certain aspects of yourself. And I could agree on almost everything that he said, the eradication and the uprooting of your past self, the sacrifice of many things, but the suppressing of something immediately brings the image of a spring to my mind. One that you can only hold in place for a certain amount of time. One that retains and stores its energy, never loses it. And you constantly fight against it as an opposing force. Suppressing of which, once stopped, will spring up violently and take out anything in its path. Suppressing or silencing to me, then, does not seem like an appropriate strategy to deal with anything especially when it doesn't seem to settle anything into its final state and only requires constant effort to remain. The consequence of which is not escaped from at all. JP talks about a story of a dragon that is undealt with, and I'll paraphrase in how I remember it in a very crude way. Little boy tells his mom, Mom, there's a dragon under the bed. Mom says, there's no dragon, Jimmy. Ignored, then the dragon gets a little bit bigger. Mom, there's a dragon now on top of my bed. Mom, continuing to ignore the dragon. There's no dragon, Jimmy. Ignored dragon, now big enough to engulf the entire room. Mom, the dragon is my room. Mom, no dragon, Jimmy. Ignored dragon, now big enough to have the entire house on its back. Mom, the dragon is taking away our house. Mom finally acknowledging, oh my God, Jimmy, let's deal with this dragon. And in the acknowledging of the dragon and just seeing his presence, he diffuses down to a toy size. To say that a problem ignored becomes big enough to slay our entire existence if we don't tend to it, then just begs the question, how effective is suppression really? How effective is it to ignore what is in front of you? It's like whack-a-mole, where what you suppress here comes up out of there. It might take you a while to notice where it surfaced from, but it's infecting you from somewhere else for sure. I guess all I'm saying is that the jury is out on a one-sided approach on this front. You can't always be silent, and you can't always try to have the last word. There are times to listen, and there are times to speak up. So I don't know about it being a recipe for a happy marriage as a broad brushstroke. And I think my wisdom still needs fine tuning to gauge what situation requires which approach. 
there are definitely times I wish I said less and times I wish I said more. And maybe this will be a lifelong journey to figure out what the appropriate percentage is. The only thing I've learned so far in my life is that nothing left unsettled ever goes away. It resurfaces with different faces in different forms. I would probably use suppressing as a clear boundary then. Maintain peace and silence until it feels like suppression. The second it ventures into stepping on something that you are, some energy that you now need to withhold, you know your silence will have consequences that will pop up somewhere else and it's time now to speak up. The reality is that only you can do right by yourself. And any lapse in integrity with yourself will be a bill that comes due eventually. And what I want for you, my friends, if you can't stay debt-free, at least don't go bankrupt. Love you always. See you in the next show.